What's going on, family? It's your brother Martinez here, host of Macchiato's Music and Descriptions podcast. Listen, if you are looking for a Bible study, if you're looking for the Word of God to be taught on a level of your comprehension, then Macchiato's Music and Descriptions podcast is the podcast for you, okay? So what I'm doing is I'm taking practical lessons, I'm taking world events, and just different things that are just going on, and we're going to look at them through the lens of scripture because we want to see what God has to say about any and every situation and circumstance of our life. Not only am I teaching the word, but I came up with a creative way that I am teaching the word of God over gospel, R&B, and hip hop infused instrumental. But it's all for good conversation. So grab you something warm to drink, get your notepad out, whether it's on your iPad or your phone, whatever you take notes on, and let's get ready to dive into the Word of God. Make sure you subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also email me at podcasting at mmsmedia.org, or you can follow me on social media at mbills314. And remember the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter verse, let God be true. And every man be a liar. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lena Chapman's podcast. So if you would like to hear more podcasts and episodes of what I have to say, please subscribe either Apple or by Spotify or wherever you may listen to your podcast. I would be so happy if you did so. So yes, hit the subscribe button. So today's episode, I will be talking about the, oh my goodness, the most taboo topic in the church world we like to call church hurt yes church hurt I will be talking about church hurt so why is this conversation so taboo because we don't want to admit that church hurt happens we do not want to admit that it hurts and we do not want to admit that it happens more often than we think so what is church hurt we hear it all the time you hear people saying it all the time so what is it what is church hurt so church hurt is basically any type of either traumatic experience or hurt or pain you have suffered due to people in the church. Now remember, church hurt is not the building that's hurting us. Remember, it's people that go or who attend church that may be causing the hurt. But we label it church hurt because it happens in the structure of the building of the church, correct? So how does this happen? So we're all supposed to be saints of God. We're all supposed to be these people who, you know, come together. We pray together. We win souls together. We worship together. We love each other. We do ministry together. How does church hurt happen? How do Holy Ghost filled people hurt each other? Well, I'm going to tell you how. (laughs) So this is how this happens. This is such a sensitive topic because I never want to take it lightly what people go through. I never want to joke about something that may have caused people to even um, to maybe uh, leave the church or uh, leave different churches, go from one church to another, or like I was saying, leave the church altogether. And the reason why I want to talk about this topic is because a lot of people may have experienced church hurt, but I want you to understand what it 
is and why it happens so that way people who have maybe walked away from God can get a better understanding to come back to him and understand why church hurt happens. So when we think about church hurt, again, it's people who is hurting us, not the building itself that is hurting us, okay? So if I am a person and I have not dealt with my stuff, all I do when I get saved is bring my stuff inside the building in an environment that I attend, whether it's on my job, whether it's in my home, or whether it's in the church, I bring those things with me. And what happens is when you start to work together with people, when you start to build a ministry together, people bring their stuff or their baggage with them. And so when we think about church hurt, when we think about church hurt remember it's people's baggage coming with them and when it comes with them it causes drama it causes pain and it causes re-traumatization okay so for example so there you know I've experienced church hurt before when I was little um growing up in church um you know I would uh you know be told that you know I was um you know, couldn't sing or, or I couldn't do this or that. And, you know, there was favorites and there's rejection and there was abandonment. But remember when I was a child, I've already experienced those things. I experienced those things before I knew what the church was. So let me back all the way up. Let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. So remember, church hurt uh, happens when people bring their uh, baggage to the church. So let's talk about the baggage first. Remember, we learn about God after we learn about family. When we are born, we do not learn about God. Uh, Our family introduces us to God or uh, maybe a friend introduces you to God. But you experience family first. So when we think about family, we think about, you know, our moms, our dads, our grandparents or whoever may have raised you or whatever environment you were raised in. So depending on what type of environment you were raised in, you have experienced something. So whether it was, you know, if you grew up with your parents, it could be sibling rivalry. It could be um, it could be abandonment issues. One parent left. Um, It could be rejection issues. Um, Maybe one cousin was chosen over the other one. Um, It could be bullying. It could be uh, being compared from one sibling to another. It could be all sorts of things. It could be molestation. It could be mistrust, mistrust issues. So wherever you have experienced as a child and you have not dealt with those things, um, you pretty much start to go on with life with those things. So think about everything that you have experienced. Imagine you packing a bag of that. So imagine you have a suitcase and you start to pack your bag of rejection and abandonment and civil rivalry and comparison and bullying and um, not feeling like you're adequate or smart enough. Um, Maybe you you felt like you weren't pretty or uh, looked nice enough. Whatever it was, imagine you packing this bag. So as life is happening, you continue to pack this bag and you continue to walk around with it. So imagine when you walk in the church that you see multiple suitcases in everyone's hand and everyone has baggage, right? 
So when we get saved, yes, we get filled with the Holy Ghost. We confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and we get on fire for the, for the Lord, right? So we do all these things, but it does not just automatically erase the pain and the hurt. We have to deal with it. And oftentimes that's how church hurt happens is when we don't deal with the hurt and the pain. What we end up doing is we think that we're fine because it's like, okay, I'm, I, I'm in um, the house of the Lord now, or I have um, been introduced to salvation. So I'm okay now. When in actuality, it's like, no, your spirit is okay, but your soul is still hurting. And remember, we talked about that before. So your spirit is okay, but your soul is still hurting. And when your soul is still hurting, you're carrying around those bags. And then if somebody bumps your bag, stuff comes out of it. Have you ever been at the airport and a zipper broke on your luggage or somebody bumped your stuff and all the stuff starts flying out? Well, if you haven't, just imagine that it happened. <laughs> so imagine somebody bumps you with their stuff and then all your rejection starts to come out and all your abandonment comes out and all that stuff that those scars from your bullying and the scars from all those different things start to bounce out of that bag. And not only does it bounce out of your bag, it comes out of their bag too. So think of it like this. So if you ever dealt with sibling rivalry and you have, um, you know, um, where you had to like fight to get the attention that you needed from your, either uh, your uh, parents or your guardian, imagine what that looks like in the church. Imagine if you did not heal from that sibling rivalry and you get into a church where we're called each other sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so that already right there is almost a trigger for you so you mean to say that I have gained all these new sisters and brothers in Christ which should seem like an amazing thing to someone who hasn't dealt with silver sibling rivalry but what happens when you begin to get traumatized from thinking man I have to compete now with this sister that sister that sister that sister that sister that brother that brother that brother that brother that brother so now when you're working in ministry, you want to do it with your whole heart because that's where your heart has called you to be. But your trauma has called you to compete. And now that I'm competing against you, now you are getting traumatized from your stuff. And now you react from your trauma. And then it just bounces around the church. Can you imagine someone who has authority issues because their uh, their parents or their guardian um, uh, abuse their authority? So now what does that look like? So it, it looks like, you know, I, now I'm in the church and I'm saved, I'm ready and I'm on fire for God. But every time my pastor asks me to do something, it's hard for me to submit because when people who I trusted was over me. I cannot, I, you know, they abuse that power and I cannot completely trust you to be over me. So that way, for so for that reason, I can't submit. This is what happens in our churches every single day. This is what happens in our churches every single day. So let me talk about my church hurt. So obviously I've been hurt again. I've been hurt, you know, all, you know, um, in, in the church uh, from a little kid all the way up to adulthood. And the most recent church hurt was something that happened in the church. And, you know, it, it happens everywhere, you know, no matter where you're going to go, somebody is going to be, um, um, affected by church hurt but it depends on how you handle it so anyway I, I went through some things um with church hurt and as I, I went through some things I, it was almost um some betrayal that happened and that betrayal reminded me of not being chosen 
That betrayal reminded me that I was not good enough. That betrayal reminded me what all those childhood and those negative cognitions that I carried around in my life from day to day. And so when that betrayal happened, I reverted back to my childhood traumatized self. I begin to whine and complain. I begin to cry. And there's nothing wrong with crying. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, talking out your issues. But I was talking out my issues in other ways that was not healthy. I begin to uh, play the victim. I begin to um, um, let that uh, church hurt define who I was. And it was not healthy for me. And even as a therapist going through that church hurt, I still did not seek out therapy because in my head during that time, which was a a, a while ago, um, I said, well, I just need to pray about it. And, And maybe if I keep going to the altar and keep and keep getting prayed for that, maybe I will forgive this person. Well, if I keep going to the altar, maybe I can pray this thing out of my head. But I would forgive and then I will be hurt. And then I would forgive and then I will would be hurt again. And not so much that the person kept help hurting me over and over again. It was my own trauma that was replaying back in my head like a, 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 um, um, like a tape. And so with my church hurt, I had to ident- identify what was this causing me. What parts of this church hurt reminds me of that unhealed child from when I was growing up? What part of this church hurt tore me apart? I had to identify those things and I had to seek therapy about it because it, it, what will happen is it will keep happening over and over. Not that, like I said, that the person kept doing things, but I felt like it was intentional I felt like it was uh, it was it was targeted to me, and what w- was really happening was that person was living their life, but whatever they would do would trigger me to think it was intentional, and that's what church hurt does. It makes it feel like it's intentional. It makes it feel like you are the target, like everyone is out to get you. It makes it feel like if the person looks at you and they look away and they could be thinking about something completely different, you think they're rolling their eyes at you. It can look like that. Oh, my goodness. He's always choosing this person to do that. I'm not chosen. It can look like, oh, you know, um, whatever I do is never good. The projects that I do is never good enough. He always has this person doing this and this after me. It can feel like I'm not good enough. And when we don't deal with it, all we do is cycle that church hurt all the way around. And what happens with that? So if I'm cycling church hurt, every time somebody comes in the building, we just cycle it and hits them. It's almost like a tornado. Whatever's in its path, whatever's in that path of a tornado, it's going to be destroyed. It's going to be destroyed. And so... It is so important to understand what this is because a lot of people have been probably hurt really bad, really bad in the church. Some people have dealt with maybe things that were said to them that was maybe out of line, 
Some people were shamed. Some people were uh, tore down. Some people were mistreated. That I mean, and you can probably relate to some of the things I'm talking about. And you may even have some more things to add to the list. However, because this church hurt keeps happening and we're not getting a handle on it, it's tearing down the body of Christ. And what happens is people are walking away from God. And we think about this. We're like, okay, so, you know, you get hurt on your job, but you don't walk off on your job. Well, you get hurt from this place, but you're not walking away from this place. Well, when we think of a church as a safe place, it's finally, finally that safe zone and we become vulnerable in that space and we become hurt by the place we felt like finally I can be vulnerable from, it's traumatizing to be there. And that's how people end up walking away from God. And some people even blame God for their church hurt. Lord, how could you send me to this place that hurt me? How could we talk about, you know, salvation and peace in you, Lord, and I'm suffering? How could this happen? Sometimes, and I'm going to tell you with my church hurt, I, I have the same questions. God, how did you allow this? Why would you allow this to happen to me? I don't get it. Like, what, what is that? And so when you think about those things, I want you to really think about um, healing. Healing. Healing is, is and it, healing looks different for everybody. And how I healed from church hurt may be different from how you may heal from church hurt. So from my experience, one thing that I would get upset about is that I stayed in the place where I was hurt. For many, many years, I stayed in the place where I was hurt. And as tears fell down my eyes, sometimes I would get, I could feel the anxiety rise before I get there, all those different things. I stayed in the place where I was hurt. And it broke me. It made me sad. It traumatized me. It hurt. It was painful. I didn't understand all the time. Sometimes I became angry. Sometimes I was resentful. Sometimes I just did not know why. And I would say, Lord, why won't you just release me to leave? Like, am I re-traumatizing myself? These are the questions I would ask. Am I re-traumatizing myself? Is this part of my victim mentality? Is this part of me helping my identity to stay a victim? Is to stay in this place? And for me, my healing came from realizing what my purpose was. Is that even though I was hurt in a place, I learned from that hurt. I learned who I was and the toxic things that I needed to release. Because while I was being church hurt, and then, you know, and like I said, it wasn't like the thing just kept happening over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then I got, you know, re-traumatized. It was the fact that I was re-traumatized, replaying things because I wasn't healed. And so when I realized what I was doing, I had to repent before the Lord, even though I was the one that got hurt, I had to repent and say, Lord, I need to get a handle on this. Because even though it wasn't my fault that I got hurt, it's my responsibility to get healed. And we really need to talk about the responsibility to heal from church hurt. 
No, it wasn't. It may not have been your fault. And hey, sometimes the church hurt was your fault. Can we raise our hand on that? Sometimes it may have been your fault. Sometimes it really was you. And maybe something you was doing and you was doing extra. Or you was out of your uh, uh, out, um, um, out of your lane. Maybe you were doing something you had no business doing. Maybe you was talking too much. Whatever it was. Even if it was your fault or it wasn't your fault. You have to get before God and say, Lord, show me myself. And that's what I have to do. Show me myself. What do I need to do? And when God was showing me myself during this situation, he was showing me, he said, you know, you need to work on some codependency stuff. Oh, okay, Lord. You need to work on when I showed you red flags from the beginning. Why did you continue to go forth and to do something and I showed you some red flags? Oh, okay, Lord. Um, He was showing me um, playing the victim. Yeah, you got hurt. I see that. But you played the victim and you played it well. When will you be the survivor? When will you be the conqueror over your hurt? Okay, Lord. So there's that piece. And then the other part about it's like, Lord, I wanted to escape. I wanted to run. I didn't. I no longer wanted to be in the space where I was hurt. And oftentimes in today's society, that is what we learn. If it does not do you any justice, if it's disturbing your peace, if it's causing you harm or pain, you need to get out. But when God has not released you from something, all you're going to do is run from one place to another and still have that same hurt and be hurt again with the same stuff because you have not overcame it. All you did was run from it. Now, depending on what it was, I do recommend that you ask God and you ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you on what you need to do. Ask the Holy Spirit and not your trauma what you should do. Because oftentimes we're asking the Holy Spirit, but our trauma is saying, girl, you better run. Boy, you better get on out of there. Make sure it's the Holy Spirit talking to you and not your trauma. Not your boys, not your girls. Make sure you're getting a clear word from the Lord to say what you need to do and how you need to do it. And so in my case, my healing came from the environment that hurt me. My healing came from the environment that hurt me. That's why I couldn't leave. Because my healing was there. My purpose was there. My shaping, my molding was happening in the place where I was hurt. The pressure was on. The eyes were on me. And I could not understand why. And then sometimes I blame God. Like, why would you have, why would you do this to me? This is, this doesn't even make any sense. And sometimes it may not make sense, but sometimes where it doesn't make sense is where you're, you're being made. When it doesn't make sense is sometimes the place where you're being made. And I had to look at myself and say, you no longer owe me an apology. I need to heal. And there's nothing you can do about that. I needed to say that what you do with your life is not an intentional uh, reflection or an intentional reaction upon me. You're not out thinking about how to get Lena. You're not out thinking about what I need to do to point the finger at you or how I can shame you or how I can do whatever. It's not about me. And then I had to check myself and say, Lena, it's not about you. Move on. It's over. Walk in forgiveness, heal, and stand up tall. 
So when we talk about church hurt, please believe this. It hurts. It's unfair sometimes. Sometimes we cause the pain and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's unexplainable. Sometimes we question God. Sometimes we blame God. Sometimes we walk away from God. And when I mean walk away, maybe we don't actually leave the church, but in our mind we leave the church. Maybe you're saying that I'm safe enough to just be in this building, but my mind is tapped out a long time ago. Maybe it looks like I, I, I've, I'm here in the building, but I'm detached from anything that has to do with this place. Maybe you have stepped down from ministry because of it. Maybe you actually stepped up in ministry because of it and thinking that you can do a better job of not being uh, or uh, applying hurt to other people and not realizing that you are doing it anyway because you never healed from the stuff that you that you went through. So regardless of what church hurt may look like, and sometimes some church hurt, like I said, you have to ask the Holy Spirit on how to lead and guide you when it comes to church hurt. Because some church hurt is really deep. Some of it is like um, sexual abuse. And some of it is molestation. And some of it is um, inappropriate things that have happened. It could be cheating. It could be um, uh, babies out of wedlock. All types of stuff. This stuff happens. It happens. And it happens in our church. And that's why I said you need to ask the Holy Spirit on what you need to do and how you need to do it. Use wisdom. Because sometimes you, with dealing with church hurt and trying to get out of it, you could be hurting and hurting other people. And one thing about church hurt that really uh, hits me hard, and I just thought about it, is that when we think about church hurt, we only think about how church hurt has affected us. But we never think about how we have hurt other people in the church. Now let's talk about that. We only play the victim to what we uh, have experienced, but we never talk about how we have hurt other people in the church. So let's own that. And when you think about that piece and just say, maybe you're like, well, no, I, you know, I would never do anything like that. But think about it. You may have hurt someone because of something you do. You may have triggered someone. How would you want them to handle you? How would you want them to handle you if you were the one who were hurting other people? Would you want them to come to you and talk to you about it? Would you want them to pull you aside and say, hey, this is what's going on and this is what's hurting me? Because if it is, the, uh, if, if that is the case, then maybe we need to reverse that and try to do the same thing for the other person. But again, ask the Holy Spirit. Cause that's what is that's what he's there for to lead and to guide us not just to comfort but to lead and guide us to give us wisdom and knowledge all we have to do is ask so when we talk about church hurt there's so many levels of church hurt and again you know it may be something really minor and it could be something really major but whatever it is go to god and ask him to heal your heart Maybe go and talk to the person who has hurt you. And if you haven't, um, if, if the, um, the matter that has happened, maybe the church hurt that has happened, if it's something that you may not be able to come talk to that person directly, then go to the higher ups. Go to your pastor. Go to your leader. Maybe it is your leader that's doing it. I'm not sure. But even if it is, you have to ask God, is this my time to leave? 
If you know staying in that place is going to re-traumatize you, if you know staying at that church is going to break you, if you know those types of things, then you need to ask God to release you from that place. Depending on what the church hurt is, sometimes it's healing when there's pain. When God showed me what my pain was, he showed me how I reacted to pain, and then I realized I needed to heal from stuff that I have brought in as my baggage. So that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for um, joining me today on this podcast. And if you are listening and you love this topic, I would like for you to hit the subscribe button and make sure that you subscribe to my podcast, the Lena Chapman podcast, either on Spotify or Apple or wherever you may listen to podcasts.